Thanks so much for joining the podcast today. Today we're going to be talking about discovering God's will. What does that mean? If we read in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, God's word promises. Do not be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. You know, according to this verse in Romans, the will of God is good, acceptable, and perfect. There's absolutely no indication here, anyway, that the Lord plans Lord's that the Lord's plan for you is to be unbearable at all, it's, or that it's something that you're going to hate, or that it's something that will ruin your life. On the contrary, what what the Father envisions for you is good and acceptable and perfect. These three words should fill all of us with peace and confidence. Because of the presence of the Holy Spirit in you and and the Word of God as your guide, you can live in a manner that is well-pleasing to the Lord. In fact, Philippians 2.13 asserts this, It's God who is at work in you, both to will and to work of His good pleasure. Isaiah 46.10 says, only I can tell you the future before it even happens. <laughs> Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. That's an excellent verse. The Father has no half-baked schemes, folks, I'm telling you, especially when it comes to your life. You may not know His full plan, but He does. For God is working in you giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. That's what it says in Philippians 2.13. It is God's character to reveal His will to you. Uh, He says so many times in His Word in Psalms 32, uh, verse 8, He assures you that, quote, I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you should go. I will counsel you uh, uh, with my eyes upon you. That's pretty good if you ask me. God promises that he will show you his will. James 1.5 proclaims, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who is, who is, I'm sorry, (laughs) ask of God who gives to all generously without reproach, and it will be given him. Likewise, when you look at Proverbs 28 verse 5, it reaffirms this. Those who seek the Lord understand all things. So let's talk about eight ways to discover God's will. As we continue this quest to understand and pursue God's ultimate will for our lives, to follow our eight ways that the Father helps us discover His will. First, there's communion with God through Scripture. The Word is powerful. Through His Word, God teaches us what Christian's life should be like and what no longer fits in our in our realm of life and the way we walk today unless you're walking in the Christian life. You look at Second Timothy verse three, I'm sorry, chapter three, verse sixteen through seventeen. Very powerful what he's teaching us there. There is circumstances number two, it's circumstances of life. God speaks to us through the circumstances of our lives where he puts us, the the situations we find ourselves in, and the people who he places around us. 
He's continually working in our lives on a moment-by-moment basis to direct us His will and accomplish through us. Romans 8.28. Remember what that says? And we know that all things work together for good to those who are called and called according to His purpose. So third, there's counsel. Uh, God speaks to us through the godly counsel of other believers, uh, sharing with other brothers and sisters. And sometimes God speaks right through them. And and have you ever noticed that sometimes you're saying, wow, that spoke to me. Yes, that's exactly what it did. It spoke to you. Sometimes we need the help of other Christians to know what to do in areas we are unaccustomed with. So this scripture uh, uh, admonishes to teach one another with love, a good conscience and a sincere faith. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. Fourth, the conscience. Uh, Another factor uh, in uh, discerning God's will is through our conscience, which is our inner voice that acts as a moral filter. Uh, It's the alarm alarm that goes off within us when we're tempted to do something that isn't right, or when we head in the wrong direction. You look at Romans chapter 2, verses 14 through 15. God gave us a conscience. We should use that. But it emanates from our heart. Our hearts stimulate the conscience. Uh, fifth, there's common sense. The spirit-controlled believer is, is to use his own common sense. God blessed us with common sense. People don't realize that, but common sense is not something that's just natural. It's a blessing. It's a way of discerning the will of God. Look at Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 12. Number six, compulsion. The Lord gives you the strong desire or the impulse to do his will according to the prompting of his Holy Spirit. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Number seven, contentment. We discern God's will through contentment or tranquility we feel when proceeding on our course of action. So when you're working against the Lord, you're going to feel spiritual friction. That makes you uncomfortable. And when you're in the center of God's will, you'll feel peace with him. Look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. I I remember I used to eat with a student for lunch uh, when I was his advisor. And he would never finish his meal. And I I told him one time, I said, "Why, why don't you finish your meal? You've done this before. And he said, I just eat till I'm content. That was powerful. That stuck with me. It made me realize, be content with what you have. Communication with God through prayer. That's the eighth step. As we bring our questions and concerns of God in prayer, he promises to make sense of what we're experiencing, and he will help us understand how he desires for us to proceed. Look at Psalms 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp. To guide my feet and a light for my path. God is continually deploying his resources on your behalf. He's the one who is using all the ways mentioned. And why wouldn't you employ these things? Why not? Don't be afraid about missing what the Father's will is or misinterpreting it. He's 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 gonna help you along this path. He's able to speak to you with clarity and he'll empower you to whatever he calls you to do. 
All you have to do is make sure to pay attention to him, listen to him, and then obey him. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Psalms 143, verse 10. This is where David is praying. He says, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me forward and a firm footing. Trust in these faithful things. These are good verses. This is good teaching for the soul and the spirit. Don't be unwavering. Stay true. God bless you.